Chapter Five of The Rover Boys in the Jungle by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Five Fun and an Explosion. Several days slipped by, and the boys waited anxiously for some news from the authorities but none came and they rightfully surmised that for the time being dan baxter had made good his escape on account of the disastrous ending to the kite flying match many had supposed that the feast in dormitory number six was not to come off but sam tom frank and several others got their heads together and prepared for a layout for the following wednesday which would be dick's birthday we'll give him a surprise said sam and so it was agreed passing around the hat netted exactly three dollars and a quarter and tom sam and fred garrison were delegated to purchase the candies cake and ice cream which were to constitute the spread we'll do the thing up brown said sam we must strike higher than that beast we had last year right you are came from tom oh dear do you remember how we served mumps that night and he set up a roar over the remembrance of the scene hans muller had become one of the occupants of the dormitory and he was as much interested as anybody in the preparations for the spread dot will be fine he said i like to have von feast twist a week ha ha he's a jolly dog said tom to frank but say i've been thinking of having some fun with him before the spread comes off let me in on the ground floor pleaded frank who always took a great interest in tom's jokes i will on one condition frank and what is that that you loan me that masquerade suit you have in your trunk the one you used at that new year's dance at home you mean that indian rig yes hello i reckon i smell a mouse laughed the senator's son i heard you giving hans that yarn about us training to fight indians did you indeed i did indeed and i heard hans say that he wanted nothing to do with the indians well he's going to have something to do with at least one indian grinned tom what do you say i get the suit yes if you'll fix it so that i can see the sport all of the crowd can see it if they don't leak about it returned the fun-loving rover tom soon had the masquerade suit in his possession and also some face paints which frank had saved from the new year's dance mentioned shortly afterward tom joined the crowd in the gymnasium where hans muller was trying to do some vaulting over the bars i think i could chump dem sticks of i was taller the german youth was saying or the sticks were lower replied tom with a wink at the crowd that's right hans you had better learn how to jump now and a run too the indians have come put in frank indians repeated hans muller there is that they say a band of them are in the woods around here answered tom if you go out you want to be careful or they may scalp you gracious rofer don't say that cried muller in alarm what is dem indians doing here anyway they came in east to hunt up some buffalo that got away they had something like half a million in a corral and about two thousand got away from them 
this preposterous announcement was taken by hans muller in all seriousness and he asked tom all sorts of ridiculous questions about the savage red men whom he supposed as wild and wily as those of generations ago no i don't want to meet any of them he said at last da vos van pad lot already that's right hans you give them a wide berth said tom and walked away later on tom persuaded dick to ask hans if he would not walk down to cedarville for him to buy him a baseball eager to be accommodating the german youth received the necessary permission to leave the academy acres and hurried off at full speed of his sturdy legs now for some fun cried tom and ran off for the indian suit and the face paints these he took down to the barn and set to work to transform himself into a wild-looking red man you're a lively one grinned peleg snuggers who stood watching him we never had such a lad as you before master thomas thanks peleg and perhaps you'll never have one like me again and then you'll be dreadfully sorry oh glad murmured peleg mum's the word old man oh i never say nothing master thomas you know that returned the man of all work a number of the other pupils had been let into the secret and led by dick they ran off to the woods lining the cedarville road tom came after them skulking along that nobody driving by might catch sight of him not quite an hour later hans muller was heard coming back the german boy was humming to himself and at the same time throwing up the new ball he had purchased for dick burra burra thundered out tom as he leapt from behind a big tree dutch a boy heap big scalp me take em burra and he danced up to hans flourishing a big tin knife as he did so the masquerade was a perfect one and he looked like an indian who had just stepped forth from some wild west show ach du screamed hans as he stopped short and grew white it's dem indians come to take mine hair oh please mr indian don't the vos touch me dutch a boy heap nice hair continued tom drawing near make a nice doormat for big wolf burra no no don't vos touch mine hair it vos all the hair i vos got howled hans please mr indian mans let me go and then he started to back away white base stop or big wolf shoot bellowed tom drawing forth a rusty pistol he had picked up in the barn this rusty pistol had done lots of duty at fun-making before no no don't shoot screamed hans then he fell on his knees in despair tom could scarcely keep from laughing at the sight and a snicker or two could be heard coming from where frank dick and the others were concealed behind the bushes but the german youth was too terrorized to notice anything but that awful red man before him with his hideous war-paint of blue and yellow dutch a boy dance for big wolf went on tom dance dance or big wolf shoot and the fun-loving rover set the pace in a mad caper that would have done credit to a zulu i can't vas dance faltered hans and then thinking he might appease the wrath of his unexpected enemy he began to caper about in a clumsy fashion which was comical in the extreme Ubla, keep it up roared tom dutch a boy take the cake for flinging his boots 
faster faster a big wolf shoot bang no no i vos done so hard as i can panted hans and renewed his exertions until tom could keep in no longer and set up such a laugh as had not been heard around the hall for many a day it is needless to add that the other boys joined in still however keeping out of sight you're a corker hans cried tom in his natural voice you ought to join the buck and wing dancers in a minstrel company what what began the german boy in bewilderment ain't you no indian to be sure i am i'm big wolf the head dancing master of the tuscaroras hans dear boy don't you think i'm a stunner you vas tom rofer made up growled hans in sudden and deep disgust what for you vos blame me such a drink as this eh just to wake you up hans i don't vos being asleep not me i mean to stir up your ideas put something new into your head mine head vos all right tom to be sure it is then vot you say you vos put some things new by him hey i mean to make you sharper put you on your metal i don't understand stammered the german youth hopelessly that's so and you won't in a thousand years hans but you are the right sort anyway i think i blame me indian myself some day mused hans dot vos lots of fun to make me tance wasn't it where you got that pistol down in the barn look out or it may go off added tom as he held out the weapon thinking hans would draw back in alarm instead however the german boy took the pistol and of a sudden pointed it at tom's head now you tance he cried abruptly tance or i vos shoot you full of holes hi tom he's got the best of you now cried frank from behind the bushes you can't make me dance hans returned tom that old rusty iron hasn't been loaded for years it tot vos no good no maybe you vos only fool me pull the trigger and see answered tom coolly he had scarcely spoken when hans muller did as advised a tremendous report followed and when the smoke cleared away the boys in the bushes were horrified to see that the rusty pistol had been shattered into a thousand pieces and that both tom and hans lay on their backs in the road their faces covered with blood End of chapter five